1212, it's your boy Bless in the Building Moment of Truth podcast. Let me know to the left of me. This week I have two very special guests, <laughs> one iconic group by the name of Onyx. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you very much for coming. Big round of applause. Word up, word up, word up. Welcome back. I feel like uh, Canada's quickly becoming your second home. I know you guys are out. Too cold out here for that shit. Yeah, you guys made it on the worst night. <laughs> Yo, we got the we got the we got that luck. We went to fucking Quebec. I heard this guy was like, "We never had a storm like this in years." I said, "Wow, how the fuck we in Quebec and they never had a storm like this in years?" This shit was crazy, man. Snow everywhere. We ain't, we ain't about this shit. Yeah, like it's pretty hectic. This is like the worst night of the year so far. I thought it was the best night of the year. We here. How are you talking about? Well, the best night of the year is starting right now. We're going to pop this shit off. We're going to get into it. You guys killed Montreal. Just got off Just got off the road from Quebec City. Talk to us a little bit about you guys are on tour right now. I know you guys have a project out. Nah, we just come with the Canada. You know what I'm saying? Showing love. You know what I mean? Canada always show love to us. We just came out to here to do a private party with this tattoo shop, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a lot of people, but it was, Pick it was up the real, real cool, you know what I'm Adrenaline. Saying? Yeah, yeah, we was up in there with Inspector Deck. He was up in there too. Um, and then the Quebec <laughs> shit was crazy, man, you know, Canada, but we got a tour coming out <coughs> in March. Yeah, in Canada. So make sure y'all niggas get y'all tickets and all that shit. <laughs> pull up. Definitely, You're definitely under. pull up. Or we gonna be smoking weed and maple leaves. <laughs> Rolling that sticky maple. Uh, new project you guys have out. You guys have a new project out. Talk to us about that. Shit, we just did a joint with snow goons, man. Snowmads. Yo, we did. We did, the first joint we did with snow goons. These kids from Germany. They produce '90s hip hop, hardcore shit. You know what I'm saying? We did a joint called "Wake the Fuck Up" first with them, and it was it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? We tore off it. We we had a couple of classics. It, so we was like, yo, let's do another joint with him. So we just did another joint with him called Snowmads. That's the Hunting Mad crew and the Snowmads crew coming together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's Snowmads. You know what I'm saying? That shit is crazy right there. You know what I'm saying? We got my man Fever on there. You know what I'm saying? We got, um, who else we got on there, Stick? My man, um, yo, I'm so fucked up right there. <laughs> <laughs> got my nigga Knuckles from NBS on the joint. Yep. What's on there, Stick? Shit. Anyway, <laughs> just lay down the verses and get anyway, out of there. Nah, anyway, man, nah. Yeah, we got we got that joint popping, but we got some new shit coming. We working right now on on a new secret Onyx album. You know, we we gonna do this shit to the casket drop, my nigga. That brings me to my next question. Um, how did you guys originally come together? You guys Not are both away. from Queens. You guys are both from Queens? Nah, we now, from Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I just say New York. I live in every part of New York. Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, Manhattan, A place except for Staten, Uptown. Why Why and, not Staten? Why not Staten? Because I don't like boats. <laughs> no Wu-Tang got that shit sold up already. That's it. That's it. So it ain't no reason why not. I just never lived in Staten. No, fair enough. Yeah. You guys came together. You probably never even been to Staten Island. I think I've been there one time my whole life when I was a little kid. That's crazy. New York's like that. It's it's like jungle sometimes. It makes like you wonder. But Wu Tang, Wu Tang put Staten on the map, dog. Right? Big up. Big Most up. definitely. Big up. Shout big up. Ray. Shout out Raekwon, it's, of it's course. It's officially a fifth barrel now. Yeah. Didn't always feel like that. Thanks to Wu. 
You guys came together. Jam Master J had something to do with you guys originally getting signed. Oh, you're right. Am I correct? Rest in peace. Rest dude. in peace, JMJ. JMJ. Jam Master J was the DJ for Run DMC. See? Of course. You know what I'm saying? He was so nice. They had records about him. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Jam Master J. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was the founder of the whole gangster style of hip hop. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just yep. the kids to know who he was. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we came in the game with Jam Master J. JMJ Records. He wasn't even in the group at the time when we met Jay. Okay. Who was the group? It was me, Fredro Starr, Big DS, Rest in Peace, and my nigga Suave. Changed the name to Sun C later, but his name was Suave. Mm. That was the original Onyx. We had a record on Profile Records. And check this wow, shit out. Wow, I remember that. We had a record on Profile Records called Ah, We Do It Like This, right? Mm. And um, rest in peace to the producer of that record. His name was B. Wiz. Mm. He was my man, you know what I'm saying? He had the first kid in the in the neighborhood who had a fucking SB12. Before okay. the 1200, just the SB12. The SB, the original. The original shit. We used to go to his, his crib and shit, you know what I'm saying? His father used to be like, his father was like, why these motherfuckers in my son's crib? Like, he was like sheltered type of kid. But anyway, he produced a joint for us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would do it like this with Jeff Harris, mm -hmm. which was, we had a like manager, you know what I'm saying? We recorded it at Kaleidoscope Studios. Wow. I'm talking the golden age. This is golden era shit, nigga. Like this is I don't forget shit. Golden age shit. <laughs> so check this out. So we, the record was done. We had a fucking. We got a single deal with Profile Records. Ironically, it's the same record label Run DMC was on. Mm -hmm. But they ain't know. They doing their thing. We a little group coming up. We had a single deal with Profile. What year was this around? This is '86. Okay. No, this is like '87, '88. Yeah. Like '88. I don't fucking know. '88. Like around. Around. Like '88. Yeah. 88, 89 type shit. Okay. So boom, we had the single deal. Red Alert was playing the fucking single, but he wasn't playing the lyrics. He was just playing the fucking instrumental. Yeah, yeah. So we was at a club called Powerhouse. Mm. I seen Red. I said, yo, Red, Red Alert, what's up? He was like, yo, what's up? Who are you? I'm like, yo, we in a group <laughs> called Onyx, man. You got the record. You playing it. He like, yeah, 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 I got that record. I'm like, yeah, but you're not playing the lyrics. You're only playing the, the instrumental. He was like, I ain't feeling the lyrics. I was like, word. So boom, that same night, who we bump into? Premier. Okay. Premier. Shout out my brother, Premier. Premier and Guru. And they was peace. like, we was like, yo, we Onyx. We, you know, we kind of like met them. They was like, yo, we heard of y'all. Yo, we like y'all. Word, y'all shit is dope. Word. And hearing that from them niggas made us say, you know, Fuck what Red Alert was saying. We just got the stand from Primo and Gangstar. Needed, yeah. Like we was. Guru the, always fucked with you guys. Those were like shit, the first though. guys always, we always, met. Always. Those were like the first guys we met. Wow. Because they they were club heads. Of course. They was going out in the clubs. Especially was, Guru more than Primo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. was in the clubs. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? So we was always seeing them. Yeah. The Red Zone mm -hmm. on Thursday with with Kid Capri. That was popping. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you had joints like Mars back in the days. Oh yeah. That was popping, yeah, you know. A few years later, but the APT, APT the was building, crazy, that too. that was popping. The tunnel, mm. you know what I'm saying? We were in the tunnel a couple of times. We was running through all them joints. You know what I'm saying? Aguilar used to be up at the tunnel with us and yeah, shit. Aguilar yeah. was my nigga. Yeah, yeah. 
put the, he produced a lot of talented guys, a lot of um second album. Mm-hmm. He was with us. I'm surprised that Guru didn't ask you guys to jump on the Ballhead Slick album. He did an independent joint, and and like Alchemist was on it, Tretch was on it. Mm-hmm. I used to see a lot of cats, and yeah. I feel like you guys would have been the perfect. Maybe we was touring or something. You know, yeah, how it should be, man. of course. You know, of course. So yeah, yeah. We, because I did I did a record with Guru. I forget the name of the shit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you must Google have. it. I ain't never heard. Do of your it. Googles. Can I ask a question, gentlemen? Do your Googles. Uh, when did Sticky show up? You said he wasn't in... in... All right, now back to this. Yeah. So, all right, we meet Jam Master J, just the three of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We meet this motherfucking Jam Master J, the god of rap, the king of rap. Yeah. We meet him at a fucking traffic jam. So we had him. He couldn't go nowhere. <laughs> we had him. You know me. I'm like, yo, what up? We robbed, blah, blah, blah. So we... We kicked it so ill, like he let us in Full his van. Full clip was the name of the song. We was the in remix. his van. The remix, the right? Oh. Well, wow. We got to play that. We going to play that. Yeah. All right, we just That's came a big back record to clip. be on and forget the name. Huge. Full clip is like, that's not a, an unknown. Uh, he ain't even know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's. that's you just telling me that. You just forgot the illest shit. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't know that. That's like, what's the expression? That. I've forgotten more than you know. Shit. You know yeah. that expression? That That's, huh? that's you know. I know more than you forgotten. That, that's right. what I mean. <laughs> no, anyway, you said it right. I just flipped it. Right. We meet this month. We meet Jam Master J, and um, me and him do a record by accident, just right. fucking around. In so the he's studio. not an Onyx yet. Nah, but are you, I'm just a lunatic cousin okay. from Brooklyn that you fucking niggas up. Was, <laughs> that makes sense. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah. I could see that. So we just did a fucking like a fuck around record, yeah. like just. Just, just being creative. Yeah, and we and we created actually that record created the whole Onyx style, the Grammy style. Yeah, changing our Stick voices. And move. Came in, you know, on some old yeah, that whole bald head, like that original. Oof, even the vocal tone. The fatigues that was so Brooklyn the too. Tone, the all black the fatigues, shit. champion hoodies, all hey, that. Hey, listen, Queens is Brooklyn too, baby. True. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So we met Jay. So Jay, Jay heard the record and he was like, "Yo." Who's on that record? And it was me and Stick. He was like, yo, that nigga got to be in the group. If he ain't in the group, then we don't want to have, you know, it ain't mm. going to be no group, basically. So niggas, Big DS and shit, Suave, they had to be like, yo, all right, put him in the group. They ain't want to at first. Yeah. They was like, you know, they looking at it from a money perspective. Like, yo, one more dude in the group is Split less money for yeah. us. Yeah. But Jay looking at it like, if this nigga ain't in the group, it ain't no group. So them niggas had to go, all right, cool. So well, you guys always he... had the ill energy that just kind of complements each other and bounces off each other so naturally. Like, I yeah. couldn't even imagine y'all not, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and you, you know, it's, it's cool. Be, I mean, it's crazy because Sun C got cousins too. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, you probably will bounce off with, if it's your, of course. If it's your family. Of course. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it just happened that way, you know? You guys are definitely uh, innovators when it comes to that whole real hardcore New York rah rah. You know what I mean? I feel like who came out before? You guys came out before Gravediggers, right? Way before, right? We came out before everybody. 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 Ninety-one came out before everybody. I was just saying, you remember that whole horrorcore movement and all that shit. Came out before Gravediggers, right? We came out before Wu Tang. I know. I I got your first tape. 
The first week it came out, I was a little ass kid and I was studying that shit. That shit was hard as hell. 93. And, I, and my pops... I was a little ass kid. One of my earliest memories, I'm 12 years old. My pops brings me to New York. That little, there was, we were uptown. There was a little, you know, they had the bootleg t-shirts in Harlem and shit. Five for 20. Yeah. And I got my bootleg. I apologize, but it was the illest bootleg. Onyx, <laughs> back the fuck up. Yeah. And I still have it somewhere in the crib or in no, storage. Man. I'm gonna fucking find that. I'm gonna post it after this interview. The OG <laughs> 90s back the fuck up merch bootleg merch tea from the africans uptown five for 20 with with the with the i love new york tees in the in the bundle five for 20 so jam master j got you your first deal correct no second no. deal because the single deal was on profile got us, that plot yes did def jam have a building back then we're fucking flying back. He got us on. He got us on a build. Yeah, the first the first building was in the village, right next to the fucking uh, Chinese fruit stand. Rush management and all that. Bro, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. walk up there and shit. They just got boxes. You know, Flavor Flay was the first. Mo he the first dude we met walked up in there. He like, yo, y'all must be Onyx and shit, right? <laughs> I guess because we had Onyx shirts on. So he's like, yo, man. Stay on tour forever, man. I'm out of here, man. See you later. Oh, that shit. Flavor oh. Flay was the first. We, yo, so when we met Flavor Flay, we was like, yo, we made it, nigga. Yeah. You see, when we in the building, that's we iconic the shit. The building, that's iconic shit. The first shit. time, so like, so then the tenth time coming to the building, we got a, we got our feet on the table. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We chilling, ordering food. Lighten we up. got the fucking conference room rocking. We popping. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. So we had Dev Jam on our back. Mm. And you gotta think about it. When Dev when we got when we was on Dev Jam. Who, who was on the label at the time? When we was on Dev Jam, we didn't That's know the dynasty. we didn't know that there was a, you know, they was in the hole I heard, you mm. know, late years later. Yeah. I heard they was down like 40 M's. Really? Yeah. Like I mean I You wouldn't know because I mean they were smoking. It's a, it's a business, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Of course. And believe me, businesses, you got to put more into it to get more out of it. Of course. You know what I'm saying? But at the time, they had LL Cool J. Public oh, it's L. Redman. Number one. What? The album? But the, rap, but the rap climate was changing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was changing. You know what I'm saying? Leaders of the New School. They got good they memory. Was, leaders of the New School was really Leaders of the New School because they changed the climate with the Tropical Quest. The De La Souls. There we go. Native yeah. Tongue movement. And then, it, and, then yeah. Moved, yeah. and then it moved to where we took it. Onyx, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. M.O.P. Mm. Then Wu-Tang King. That loud mm. stuff. You know what I'm saying? That hard Yeah, you, you guys God's effects was popping right there. Yep. God's effects. Yep. Naughty by Nature came before us. You know what I'm, It was just a gradual... You know what I'm saying? But you guys definitely... You did, you guys definitely changed the trajectory Lords of the underground. Lords of the underground. Mm-hmm. Funky... You know, uh, what was the... Bam, 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 bam. We got a new joint with them too. Word. Shout out to them niggas. Yeah, shout out Lords of the Underground. So he walks you up in Def Jam. What's, what's, up? what's up? What's up? What the fuck? What's, what's up? up? This is hard. Word. So they walk you in Def Jam. Yeah, we walk in Def Jam and we get the keys to the building. Mm -hmm. Yo, so the first album, they say it went... Double platinum, but we were saying way bigger than that. Like we were saying, yo, the numbers we were saying it was really selling. You know how shit be. You think they were fixing the books? Yeah, you selling too. Really but part. the first album was on. Um, the label was uh, Sony Records. But who's holding back those numbers? So and why X? Fucking Def Jam. Def Jam's holding the numbers back? No hey, shit, This nigga talking behind my back, son. <laughs> Literally. I agree. Literally. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Yo, but see, listen. The next album we put out, and, then, and, that, and that, the next album was two years later, mm. 
it was on Polygram. It was on it was on a whole other label. So your man Russ uh, did the big deal. I heard he got 80. Mm-hmm. 40 was good and he up 40. And then it just and it just went on from there. They saw Method Man and and Def Jam was back to rocking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. DMX, Ja Rule, mm. and it just got popped. So you guys stayed on until when with Def Jam? How, what, what, until what so point? The Shut Em Down album, after the Shut Em Down Third album. one, right? 98, yeah, 99, yeah. something like yeah, that? We, Doesn't you know, we, the second album, we kind of like went in our own, we was in Jersey, you know what I'm saying? We, mm. we kind of did our own thing. That's my favorite um, one, by the way, guys. Word, That's yeah, my one. Yeah, we, 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 we got this kid, we, this kid off the street, his name was Aguilar, his name was Adolf at the time. He was a little, this little, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Wow, Puerto Rican. He used nigga. to run around with me and Guru. Word. Shit, yeah. He used to do beats and shit. Yeah, so he we was, was nice. up in the crib. We had the ill crib in Jersey. Five floors, the ill Tony Stark shit, some old Iron Man shit, the real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Doors flying up, crazy shit. So we was up in there banging shit out. That's when we did the last days and, you know, um, punk motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And what was that video? Oh, we got is us. That was the name of the album. What was the video you guys did with Little X? And you got it was like a hockey theme. Yeah, that was on. See, that was fire. That, that was that on. Was that was on the Shut Him Down album. Yeah, that shit was. That's hard. when we got back with Jay. That shit was hard. That's when we got back with Jay and um, Irv Gotti was at Dev Jam. He was the A and R on that album. Nice. Can I say that that album was a little more commercial? Is that okay to say? It is okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you think you that's the first album we ever collaborated <laughs> with anybody. Which one? Right. Like 50 oh, was on that album. Well, I think fan. it just meant it was very polished. It had that really like... You guys perfected no, your no, sound. even that, we, 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 we collaborated. We, got the, the, we did the DMX record, though. That shit, mm, down record. That shit was hard. It wasn't there, yeah, but you know... You know, me, it's like... Wasn't when you put out an album... album what? Long, if you if you Fun. can catch one yeah. or two and classics no, off that album... It's his birthday, I think, or something. That, that, that goes his a long birthday? way. You know what I'm saying? Today's pun birthday? Oh, today he died. No, today he died. Excuse me. I, I saw I read that. Oh, so it's his death day. It's his death today. That's Excuse a huge difference. No, it's a big that's difference. A, that's actually the polar opposite of yeah, the birthday. Yeah, no, I apologize. But yeah, <laughs> no, rest in peace, pun. Rest in peace, pun. But you still celebrate yeah, of course. Right? You got to celebrate both days. Rest in peace, pun. Of course. Both days What up, pun? Because like you say, you got to live to die, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you gotta get celebrated on your way in and on your way out. That that's right. No what it is? Well, niggas remember your death day before they remember your birthday. That's true. Facts. Um, but um, yeah. So you know, we had a cool ride. You know, with the Def Jam, and then you know, start doing the movies. Blah blah blah. Nah, 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 nah. What was your first major movie role? Because. You guys just, you guys killed it with, the, I remember seeing you Sunset Park strapped. Yeah, that's all, the first joint. I remember seeing that shit. I had the little bootleg satellite dish and we were getting the challenge. Forrest Whitaker's directorial debut. That shit really? was hard. Hard. Yeah. Hard. You know what I mean? Strapped. The streets needed that. Hell yeah. Who, how did you get into, you know, pursuing mm. the whole, you know, acting situation? It, was there somebody, you know, on the management side that kind of persuaded you or was that just a natural progression for no, you? No, actually... Jam Master J was my mentor, man. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I came to LA, and this is probably after Strapped, and um, Jam Master J came to LA to audition for uh, a TV show called B Boys. Mm-hmm. It was, was going to be produced by Russell Simmons and um, and uh, da, da, da. Dan Lathan. Was it? Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Let's not throw names around, but anyway. <laughs> That's a good name to throw first if you're going to throw it. First time I went to LA. That's my nigga. First time I went to LA was on a first class flight with Jam Master J, man. You know what I'm saying? And he had, he got the convertible at the airport. We was driving some convertible shit. And um, we chilling the whole day. Went to the audition. Met Michael Rappaport. 
first. He's cool. Yeah, it he's was cool. He's cool. That's the first. He's cool. Yeah, it was, he was at the audition. I'm like, yo, who is this tall white kid talking mad shit? Yeah, talking mad shit. We was playing basketball, but whoa, and um, my man Malik, where my man Malik was there. I met him, but anyway, um, we was in a, we was in a convertible with J Master J going through the hills and shit. It was like 80 degrees in the summertime, right? Mm-hmm. And I ain't had my jacket, so it got nighttime. And then it was like 50 degrees, my nigga. I'm in a convertible freezing like this with Jam Master J with a t-shirt on, but I'm too scared to tell him I'm cold. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I don't want to say yo, but I'm freezing. I'm Stop just like, up. I'm ducking it out. Like, you doing, nigga? So yeah, man. Crush it. You had the shorts and the Tim's on Super New York in LA. So the first, so um, so so it was Jay who maybe put it in your head to like pursue like the side, like the acting shit? Ah, niggas got in the door. Just the opportunity happened. He got in the door. Then he got in the door. Then it was just like, all right, well, we in the door. This is going to be part of what we do. So and strap. We had, we, we had a passion for it, you know. Yeah, you guys were fantastic in everything I saw Did you, you in. Did you want to do it? Or is it something where you just saw like a, an avenue and you're like, okay, let's just multiply this. Let's. I mean, you know, that's like rape. Did you want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Did like, you, it's like this. Do you into it? <laughs> if, if, you look, if you look at today's society and how, you know, the... The, the millennium kids is rocking. You know, everybody wants to be a star. Mm. Everybody. Of their so, own little circle. Yeah. And yeah. it's cool because you have, the, you have the accessibility to do that with Instagram and mm-hmm. YouTube, whatever. Mm-hmm. Back in the days, all we could do is look at television shows like Good Times right. and look at television shows, you know, like the Cosby Show, you know what I'm saying? And A Different World, shit like that. And I think every kid wanted to be on TV. So, to your question, did we want to do that? I hell think every, no. Hell yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants to be. Do you want to fuck pussy and get money? Wanna, like, it, it, like, it's the same mentality of today. Nothing changes. Yeah. Hey, did you want to be in a movie? No. <laughs> like, who doesn't want to be in a fucking movie? Like, 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 it's not a whole video just, either. Fair enough. But you guys, you know, I think you, you guys are naturally... Um, uh, naturals for that kind of for that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like you guys got the larger than life personalities. You're passionate about what you do. You guys are characters, like regardless. So yeah, I mean, we bring, we bring our own flavor to shit. Absolutely, all the time though. As long as we uh, in every movie, I feel like we pushing the culture forward. You really you know did saying? because we always try to be on the soundtrack for one. Yeah, like every movie we ever did, we're on the soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just part of the shit, you know what I'm saying? Sunset Park, ride. We did the. Can we talk about the Sunset Park soundtrack for a second? Crazy, legendary shit. Crazy, Tupac, Mob Deep, MC Light, I think Jodeci, and right. Yeah, Wait, it was crazy. Yo, yeah. that was one of my favorite soundtracks. Period. Like, right, right, right. The right. Juice soundtrack, the Sunset Park soundtrack was crazy. Um, just that Mob Deep single. Doom, doom, Mob doom, Deep, doom, right? Judgment Night soundtrack. Yes, of course. You remember soundtracks were the shit. Right. Soundtracks was like the even what was the one that Russell uh the 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 show. show. The show. The live mm. niggas. We did the live niggas. Yep. Or, that shit or, was iconic. Was you on the Judgment Night soundtrack, which was yeah, all like a crossover. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. We did the title track. We wasn't in the movie, but that was yeah, a big yeah, song. Yeah, what yeah. was it? Judgment Night. Ooh. Cause they was Biohazard. like, Yo, that was this the one with Emilio Estevez or whatever. Listen, they asked us to do the, they asked us to do a song for the movie Judgment Night, yeah, right? Yeah. So we was like, Oh, word, we gonna do a song? Then we doing a title song. 
I, the name of the song is going to be called Judgment Night. Like, like, fuck, fuck that. <laughs> and that, that was the way Securing we were thinking. Securing the bag. Securing the bag. <laughs> like, we was like, fuck that. Putting the, your stamp like, on that. Like, what was the name of the song that like you said? Judgment Night. And put it at the beginning exactly. and the end, motherfucker. And I guarantee you, I don't know no nobody else name of the song on that album. Do you right. No. That's like the cheat code. Exactly. <laughs> if anybody ever asks you for a music placement, name the fucking song, the name of the project. There you go. And hope for the best. There you go. Um, so what about you, Sticky? Like, what was your first major move into acting? Well, what was your first? Fredro kicked in the door first, all right? Yeah. And then he moved to LA. And I said, fuck that. You're not leaving me. I'm I'm right out there. I'm boom. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the first one, which was his first one, but technically, it's my first one too, at, at, at some level, uh, a, a strap because Forrest Whitaker's directorial debut. You know, I used to go to Saturday Day. He had everybody on set. He had Dodge Effects on set. Yeah. Buster Rhymes, Moni Love, Moni Love. Right? That was a hip hop. Okay, Those are the days, bro. When Yo MTV raps was still on, there was such yo, a sense yo. of community. Like the, the movement was yo, young. Yo. You know what I'm saying? It was dope. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. So, and, and I'm on set, and Forrest like, hey, you're you cut. You think he'll do the lineup and shit? I decided to do a lineup, but I spoke without speaking because I had no lines and shit. But so that's my first one and his first one. Mm -hmm. So, but he kicked the door in. That's and right. you got to remember, see, Jam Master J, he gave us the whole vibe, the whole because when we did Strap, Jam Master J did the soundtrack. To the whole strap. entire soundtrack. So all of the whole, the whole, the whole album strap was, was on like the basically move back, motherfuckers. If you look at Strap, yeah, we yeah, got yeah. mad songs in there. You're like, fuck it, I'm gonna use this placement, 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 placement. Exactly. But that's, I mean, you know, that's the money move. That's that's, that's what you're from. To. He's my, you know. That came out through HBO, right? Yeah, HBO. I remember being. I was in elementary school. I was like mad excited, like to actually get like a hip hop. Bamboo. Bamboo. Bamboo star. Bamboo. Bamboo gutter. That was bamboo gutter, right? Word. Shout out to my little brother, bamboo gutter. Word out. Man, Word. that's fucking crazy, man. So what was your first major role that after Strap that really like solidified uh, you? As Clockers with Spike Lee. And we was both in that joint yeah, too. Yeah, we were both in that joint too. I was fucked. Yo, you know, I completely forgot about that. Yo, this is crazy. It was soundtrack. Me and this, me, yo, me and this dude used to do crazy shit. Now we on a movie set together, like getting it. He got his trailer. I got my trailer. We like this. What up, nigga? You know what I'm saying? Bro, you guys I mean, got to work with Spike fucking Lee, yo. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, crazy. crazy. Yeah, he, he's a thespian. <laughs> Spike is nice with it, yeah, too. Yeah, like, man. Like, yo, he created a whole... Clockers, he created a whole world. Oh, world, world. He had the own liquor. Own liquor, like <laughs> chocolate milks. Like, right. Yeah, he takes and he takes it there. Move. You know what I'm saying? He's, yo, he creates his own products. What I learned from Spike Lee film. working on the set with him is just be serious. Because on the set, he didn't say nothing to us. It was just good morning. And after that, he was focused. You know what I'm saying? The, the smallest dude with the with the most power, like it was just crazy. Like when he come, it's like you could feel his force. As a fucking through. genius, genius, the bro. fucking genius. Any game, Harvey Cartel was in the joint. Mm -hmm. We was working yeah. with we like when I look back at it, I'm like, damn, we was working with the heavyweights, and, and I bet the best when, of the best. At the time, you didn't even realize how nah, we just important set, like, this shit was gonna be for the culture. Set, you just, like, right whatever, right like, place, you know right time, kind of right, shit. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. But we took it serious, though. You know what I'm saying? And yo, know, the movie Clockers. 
we was we shot it in a um Gowanus project. Right in Brooklyn. We had a little problem with the niggas in the projects mm. too. They were hating. They're nah, like, you know, we was holding it down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas was trying to front on some of the actors, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And niggas wasn't having it. Shout to my nigga Hassan. Shout to Makai. Like niggas was we was holding it down. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like a team we was shooting it in the in the projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, of course you're gonna have the niggas on yeah. the sideline, like, yo, you know, for like two or three months. Wow. But we got cool with niggas too, though. You know what I'm saying? So we had this shit moving. Like it was, it was a cool experience. And I'm sure every time they were busting somebody's balls, they were like, "Yo, could you help me out?" Like and we was smoking. Did you with bring your niggas? crazy like, cousin? Was, you know what I mean? <laughs> we, was, we was part of the projects. Yeah, of course. Yeah, part of the nah, like for real, like like we we that's where our trailers was right there, right by the we at the a month or two, you part of the situation. Yeah, you right. know niggas' names like and whatever, cool. whatever. You going to the, you know what I mean? Any game that uh, Spike Lee kind of gave you on an acting tip? Any tips? Anything that stuck with you? He was just said he was about yeah. His one time Spike Lee, he's like, "Yo, nope. you're a lesbian." What a desert? I didn't know what it meant. I was like, "Fred, didn't call me a lesbian." Yes, see, so I looked it up. <laughs> he thought you were Shakespearean. You was with me. It was after the question. Yeah. <laughs> y'all desbians. Listen, this is what Spike Lee said. I'm not gonna tell you what to do because you're hired already. You hired because you know what to Good, do. Good, I ain't gonna do what you tell me. You know what I'm saying? Once he said that, it was like, okay, cool. All right, do what you do. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're like, we just want to be it. on the soundtrack. No, because we, because we was playing Kiss from the Street. It's nothing he can tell us yeah. better than what we knew because he's not that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was who we was. We was basically playing ourselves. You guys were we wild. We played ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a grand sense, hopefully not. No, but you know, you guys were those guys that were, you know, from the street. You guys had that raw fucking shit and he just wanted that. Unfiltered, yeah. unedited, that shit. Like, yeah, he just wanted that energy. That's, that's what we was hired for, you know? And it was cool that you could probably have guys from the street that you can work with that's reliable, mm -hmm. that's coming to work on time, and that's serious about the business. Right and not there. just... You know what I'm saying? Pedro, right. is there anyone else that's this wild, that has this longevity? Ooh. Nigga, I, like, I, I can hear somebody talk me on my back. <laughs> All right, I'm going to shut up. You're right. <laughs> no, I ain't saying shut up. I'm like, God damn what you... Maybe it's just me. Fair, fair. Is that God? No, all right. What did you say, backseat driver? That's a good one. Lemmy, AK, the backseat driver. First of all, your name's no longer Lemmy. It's backseat driver. That's what I do. I give niggas names. It kind of sounds like a reggae name, though. BSD. Blood clot. BSD. BSD. What did you say? Okay, man, we're good. Oh, what'd you say? Seriously. We're good. No, no, no. Say it. Yeah, no, say it. I don't even remember the question now. I had like, like I just got I just got made fun of for the last I think, 12 I think minutes. you I think you yeah. asked. No, we made fun of Backstreet Driver, not yeah. you, not you. Uh Backstreet Driver, pause. So right. <laughs> so so I think he was saying um your longevity, like how long you guys have been together. Like you can't how wild you guys were and, and the fact that you guys are still here is yo, fucking bro, dope. It's it's just it's yo, first of all. You guys stay together. I'm just glad everything. to be alive before anything. For real. That's first. For real. Because so many of my, so many people ain't here. Mm -hmm. So many people ain't here. That's before anything. Career second is still good to be here. Healthy. Family, kids, fans still wilding. Right. Still doing world tours. You know, our biggest market is for some reason Russia, Eastern Europe. 
because I don't know. I think they just like that aggressive shit. Yeah, they like the. It's just we just got something going. Like it's something there. You know what I'm saying? So we about to do a world tour with Germany, Russia. You know, we 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 stomp in Europe. That's our stomping ground, and that's been keeping us so young. You know what I'm saying? The crowd is still 15, 16, 17. And they know all because, your shit. Well, because our music, even though it's 20 or 25 years later, we still speak to the adolescents in our music. Absolutely. Like, you know, we could grow and talk about living in a casino and driving <coughs> this and doing that, but that's not what, you know, we're going to keep doing what we do. And what we're doing is what we've been doing. Yeah. And that's what we're still doing. Like, and know. that's why you have that loyal fan base right. that, you know, that keeps passing it on. And, you know, obviously you guys were as hardcore hip hop as it gets, but the energy right. was always very punk rock, I mean, which is hard, very it's rebellious. It's hard to tap into the new slangs and all of that, Yeah, but it's still the same struggle. You know what I'm saying? But you guys have a hell of a work ethic. Um, my brother Perry, you know, always says like, you guys are fucking super Perry, hard. Shout out, Entertainment. Shout out Perry. Shout out Perry. He books a lot of shows for us. Yeah, shout out Perry. Yeah, 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 and Perry. you guys have been doing your thing for so long independently. Good Friday Entertainment. So long independently, you guys have been killing it. Major independence. Yo, man, when I see people like Slick Rick, mm. Harris One, Bap, no Naughty by Nick. You know, when I see groups that came before us still doing it, this one kid asked me, they say, yo, how long you going to do this shit, man? I'm like, yo, Grandmaster Flash still do this shit. Started hip hop basically. So he, he got me by at least cool 20 her. years, right? Fredro, that's such a stupid thing that saying, we have in hip hop, right? Grandmaster Flash got me by at least 10 bucks, 10 years, right? <laughs> no, I would say 15, more than 15, that. 15, I would say 20, more than right? that. I would yeah, say more credit, than that. 1520. He's, he's still taking first class flights. The China rocking shows and doing his but thing. But hip hop is the only genre we have that in the Rolling Stones are in their late 70s getting that. the bag. Like, That's it. You know what I mean? And, and you as know what? As long as you healthy yeah. and you can make and you still rocking, still do it. But I ain't gonna, you know, there gotta be a cutoff limit. That's why we looking for new rappers. We looking for new talent. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We 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 trying to, we, we want to do a jam master. If there's a cutoff limit, I'll let you know when we get there. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Absolutely. But I mean, I feel like as long as the fans want to see what you bring to the table, yeah. you know, there's always going to be uh, a, a new crowd and a new generation that wants to discover that golden age of hip hop. Right. The thing is, is I think that so many people got pigeonholed because when we were kids, there was no elders really doing hip hop. The, the movement was young. It was early in the game. Now, as we, how do you I'm 37 now. But I started when I was twelve in this shit, yeah, and Guru Sami when I was sixteen. Young, young, young age, right? So I was, I was in, I was in this shit for like almost twenty years, and um, I just saw hip hop grow up. You know what I'm saying? And now you're gonna have, I believe, you know, different, uh, different genres of hip hop within. You know what I mean? Like, like you can't say the trap shit is is the boom bap shit, but the boom bap shit. There's so many layers to that now. Does ASAP Rocky do boom bap? No. You know what I'm trying to say, and that's beautiful. Like there's there's all different leagues and and different uh different levels of hip hop. You can skate now. on anything you want. Rappers can rhyme on anything they want, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it is what it is. Like, but I think the culture has evolved past their needing to be like if you're not in your you know mid twenties and then you know whatever. Like I think that's that's your. F well, hip hop is always young. These companies making all this money on fashion, music. It's it's starting with the kids at seventeen. 18, the same when we when we started doing hip hop. It's always been it, it's always been a young young man's business, game. young ideas. They they young ideas formulate the world. You know what I'm saying? Science, 
the young motherfuckers, math, they, it's always the young motherfuckers coming up harder than the last generation. You know what I'm saying? It's always going to be young people setting the standards for what's, what's hot. Everybody setting the standards for what's hot. Young, 17. Yeah. He, he couldn't even sign a contract. He, he had a lot to sign a contract. Same thing with honest. me. Same thing right? with me. He wasn't even 18. Yep. He was 17 on Dep Jam like this. That's crazy. Sign my contract illegally. So you know what? Then the whole, the whole shit just goes away. Yeah, you're like, I took the advantage. Like, this shit was illegal. You guys took advantage. I'm a minor. You guys took advantage. Yeah, man. No, I just think that hip hop, hip hop is is moving past that point where you have to be a certain age or whatever. Just, to be yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even think it was even at that point ever. I don't see this shit. I think somebody said that shit. Everybody said, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Tell that shit to Jay Z, my nigga. Look, yeah, exactly. Listen, it's just how you look at it. It's a perspective thing. I I choose not to look at it like that. I think. Like I'm, you know, I, then we determine. Like fuck that. I ain't fucking uh, changing with the times. We gonna change the times. It's always done. That's we the, dope. We the first things to make niggas slam dance, mm -hmm. bullheads, and grimy shit. Mm -hmm. First rappers to be actors among the first. Mm -hmm. Like fuck doing that. it on a serious tip. New shit. Run DMC. LL. Let me shout out all of the rap actors before us. I That's what I'm saying. Close to them. Run DMC. The Fat Boys. Mm. I know House niggas from B Street, right? Come on, son. We grew Crush up Crush Groove. Crush. We grew up off all that shit. Of course. What was the, the Def Jam movie? Niggas, nigga, Ice Cube. Crush Groove. Ice Cube, MC Ren and all them niggas. Them niggas did it before us. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I said. Among the first. Our generation. Not Crush Groove. Hold on. There was we another was... Run DMC movie. Run DMC Crush Groove was the Def Jam movie, right? Wasn't there one after? Crush Groove. There's still Run DMC. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that was like that was the the first shit. Yeah, okay, yeah. I could be wrong. Beat Street breaking all that shit, all mm. that shit. I didn't like breaking too much though. Yeah, it was commercial. That shit was corny. Beat Street was the shit. Beat Street was the shit. Eggs, I break your legs. <laughs> With Spick, Spick, <laughs> yep. Shout out Rocksteady Crew, yeah. New York City Breakers. Yeah, some on. yeah, Hello, some corny man. moments though. Crush Groove. Yeah. I mean, B Street, that's some corny moments. You know what I'm saying? The whole corny ballet shit. You know, they had to do the corny <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> I was like, yo, you know what? This is that bullshit. Why right did here. there always need to be a ballet scene back in yo. the day? Like, that's some <laughs> thespian shit. They were just trying to be too artsy. Even in Carlito's way, his bitch is a fucking ballet no, dancer, they, they, stripper. They gotta do that. They gotta, they gotta smooth it out. Appeal to the white crowd or whatever. Guys, see, you know what? Right? Oh, right? Oh, shit. Right? Hey, is they that it? They perspective, man. Yeah. Word. Like, they where the, the fuck corny, did the ballet tie in in my whole fucking life? Machine, the corny beats. <laughs> the beats. That shit was corny. But, um, you know, we, been, we, been, we grew up with that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Question. Any, any time that stuck out in your mind where they wanted oh, you to shit. do some stupid shit in a movie that you guys were just like, yo, I cannot Wait, what? do Anytime uh, they ask you to do some stupid shit that you were like, oh, there's yo, no way I could do that. Yeah, they, they asked me to play the part in, in Tropical Thunder and shit. I oh, said, no, nah, I can't do that. For real? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I would have did their shit. Turned it down. Somebody else did <laughs> it. I would have did their shit. I would have did it. What's his name? Shit. That was an ill role. That I was a crazy role. They offered me the role. Yeah, I huh. remember I was doing um fucking Light It Up and shit with, with um, Forrest Whitaker and Usher and shit. Mm. So we know in the movie, the, 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 the script was the nigga with Usher was supposed to throw me on my back and like 
kind of like, <laughs> I was like, I was, I told Forrest Whitaker because it was ill. Um, actually, it wasn't even Forrest Whitaker, but I told the director it was ill because Forrest Whitaker was the first director I had. But light it up, we was act, acting as actors mm, together in mm. the movie, and I actually had to yoke the nigga Forrest Whitaker up in the scene. You know what mm. I'm saying? But. It was a scene where Usher was supposed to throw me on my back and like beat me up. I was like, fuck that. Ain't nobody <laughs> throw me on my back. Nah, they ain't gonna go with the character. That's not going with the character. You start rewriting your own yeah. role. They're like, like, well, uh, like, sir. You know uh, I think you're right. I said, that well, doesn't show strength. you're right. That doesn't show strength. They was like, okay, so can he just throw you against, throw oh, you against the fucking locker? I was like, yeah, that works better. They were like, all right, all right. That's believable. I said, all right, we here. So if you watch the movie, oh, light it up. Shit. He slams me against the locker. But at first, they wanted him, him to throw me on the floor. And I was like, no. You know, you got to work with your director. You mm. got to. Stand up and, and, and give your input. Well, stand and, up. Don't input. get thrown on the floor. <laughs> exactly. You got to give your input. If your input is worth them listening to because you're an artist. Yeah. And if you're making something together, it's like we in the studio together. If you turn, if you tell the engineer, yo, I think that you should turn a snap, he got to listen to you. Maybe it might be the right decision. Y'all making it together. That's right. So the director should be able to listen to an actor if he has a suggestion to his character. And I had a strong suggestion. A strong suggestion. <laughs> and it was like, you know what? Maybe you had the strap. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. They were like, yo, these guys are going to lose it. So, yeah, we're just going to keep it moving. No, it wasn't. You sold it with passion. You, you passionately convinced them. It, it was believable. It made sense. It was worth, you know, worth the fight. But anyway. Another notable hip-hop actor that we have all forgotten about. Probably the most notable. And I know y'all Will must Smith. have stories. Well, Pac. Pac. Who Pac? When did y'all meet Pac? It was, it was one of Jada's, right? Well, they were, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know about that, but Tupac, we met Pac. I don't even know when I met the nigga, you know what I'm saying? The first time we met him probably was just in New York, just in a club or something. When he the was tunnel, out there shooting and the shit. I think it was the tunnel. I think we met him in the tunnel first time, you know what I'm saying? What was your relationship like with Pac? We had a cool relationship with him, you know what I'm saying? He always was on the radio shouting us out. We would hear that, you know what I'm saying? Even though all the East Coast, West Coast beef was going on, he would always... Yeah, because I never heard I about... I got no beef with... with yeah. I, 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 I fuck with this. Yeah, the, yeah. Onyx, all that shit. Like, he would... You know what I'm saying? Boot camp, we, you guys, I felt like he... One time we had a show with Daz Effects and all them niggas at the House of Blues, right? Oh, in LA. Was, what, what, I don't even know what tour yeah, it was in House LA. Of Blues. Yeah, yeah. So, boom. We had the song Walk in New York. Mm. We was like, yo, we gonna do this shit tonight? It was like, I don't know, man. It was, but it was in the middle of the East Coast. It was Coast, the middle West of the East Coast. Shit. It was volatile, real. yeah. It was crazy. We, we, we driving fucking uh, drop top beamers and, and and fucking Lexuses with New York plates out there, like fuck it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so we was like, fuck it, we gonna do this show. We gonna do it and the show tonight. We did the Walk of New York shit, and your man Pac was in there that night. Mm. He was like, yeah, man, that's my shit. Right. Like he was repping for that. Like nice. I, he's from New York. So he, you know, he was, you know, our relationship was cool. You know what I'm saying? It was always, always love. Yeah, man. Pac was cool, man. I had the pleasure of meeting him. I was like 12 years old. I was in New York randomly. I seen him coming out the hotel and shit. And he was cool as hell, man. I think a lot of people got the character, you know, towards the end of his life with that whole, you know, feud that they had yeah. and who he was as an artist completely twisted. Yeah, man. You know, he was the nicest guy, man. He was like, you know. I think that that whole narrative was like the media really fucking set that shit on fire for nothing. 
You know, uh, oh, they did it for something. Yeah, peace to the God, man. Rest in peace. We're the same year, man. So we got a lot of similarities. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I did strap. Same time, um, he doing um, above the rim. Oh man, his first joint, man. My, my mind is going blank right now. First movie. Yeah, y'all got some good weed Dude. out here, man. <laughs> yeah, I am kind of high, man. I'm saying juice, of course. Killer. Oh yeah, juice, 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 juice. So he was running. He was spending a lot of time in New York with uh, with all uh, with all the all the heavy hitters back then. Hey, nah, man, but just with Haitian Jack and all those guys. Listen, and shit man, we ain't gonna talk about them. all that because that's the past. Let's talk about the future. There man. you go. Let's you get guys, to the future. You guys are such killers on tour. I got to give you guys like a, a proper respect. Can you teach us the longevity? How do you? How do you? The How do you go on tour for 40 years? The work ethic. I'm going to tell you the longevity. That's what she said. The longevity is, <laughs> the longevity is, the longevity is what you're supposed to do. Fucking uh, drown in a... In a oh, keep it moving. I'm right then, son. It's, 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 like, it's like kill or be killed in this game. Like You see, you got to just do what you got to do. Nigga. This is our profession. This is what we do for a living. What, what, what else are we supposed to do? No, hundred percent. But right, there's, so there's, that there's, question is obsolete. It's like longevity is you, as long as you breathe in, then you gotta do what you gotta do in life. That's Absolutely. like asking a somebody who works for a, you know a UPS driver. Yo, what keeps your longevity, nigga? I got fucking bills to pay, nigga. I got kids, shit. Real life. But there's, real there's life. I wake up in the morning. That's my longevity. Sunshine, Redro, breath, air. That's your longevity. Because as long as you're breathing, you gotta do something. Or you're gonna fucking, you know what I'm saying? Cease so to exist. That's everybody's longevity. Everybody, every human, that's their longevity the next day. I think what he meant a little bit though was like after the music business started to transition and the labels no, like but, Def but Jam that, and all that weren't supporting you guys. No, this no, no. What I meant. No, I understand. Well, I'm listening. I'm listening. I think he just meant it's impressive that you guys are able to still kill it independently everybody, when so many cats have not been able to. No. Everybody. Everybody was on Def Jam is doing no, as many shows as you guys. Everybody who's doing a thing is doing a thing no matter what they doing. I feel you. Okay. You feel what I'm saying, my I nigga? No matter what you doing, you doing it. I feel you. And as long as you have age, you're going to keep doing it until you retire and go fishing. And then you ain't got to worry about it no more. Go send well, your blood. We ain't retired yet. Definitely not. You know what I'm saying? Perry was saying you guys are coming off a I'm very good year. I'm trying to retire soon. Perry said you guys are coming <laughs> off a great year. Yeah, you know, we, we got to do what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? The merch. Do do. Where do people get merch? The Onyx, Onyx merch is dangerous. You can get all the merch. Check out the tour dates. You know what I'm saying? Catch us on Instagram, Onyx HQ. You know what I mean? Holla at us, man. We about to get up out of here. You I know heard there's saying? a podcast. Yeah, we got to be doing a little podcast action, rappers and ballers What about the Bulletproof Vest? We, we focusing on sports and hip-hop. Shout out to my nigga Johnny Voga. Sticky Finger executive producer on that. Good Friday, Perry executive producer on that. Sam is mad ill, executive producer on that. Shout Sam to, mad ill. Shout to, um, shout to the Snow Goons. We got that Snow Mads album out there right now. Go stream that. And no that DJ shit is Legal. crazy, you know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all fuck with that, H. you know what I'm saying? Um, we out of here, man. We, we, we just fucking left a snowstorm, so... We out of here. Thank you, Thank you for coming, gentlemen. Oh, Onyx, Sticky Fingers. Fredro's in the building. Your boy, Bless, the Moment of Truth podcast. Peace. And that motherfucker talking behind my back. <laughs> <laughs>